Hello and welcome back to Comeback. As usual, I am your host Connor, and as you know by now, I like to interview people from Saigon, Vietnam, and also around the world on all sorts of different stories, journeys, experiences, and much more. Today, my guest is my first ever guest from Malaysia. It is Wen right here. And we're going to talk about content creation, we're going to talk about startups, and a whole lot more. Welcome, Wen, how are you? Hi, um, I'm very good. So, can I like um, great in Bahasa? Excuse me? Great in Bahasa. Bahasa yeah, is sure. my language. So yeah, salam salam sejahtera, ladies and gentlemen. Saya anak Malaysia. So yeah, I'm born and raised in a small town called Seremban. Mm. I'm not too sure that. I'm not too familiar. I know Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> I'll be completely yeah, honest with main, you. Main cities. Ah uh, yeah yeah. So if you take like an hour drive mm. yeah, from Seremban to to KL, yeah. How you guys? And um, thanks for your time invitation as well. Yeah, no, it's yeah. a pleasure. And uh, as I mentioned, I like to interview a lot of people from around the city mm-hmm. on all sorts of topics like startups and content creation, self-development and all of those things. Before we do that, I like to get a background of the guest yeah, sure. just to know who I'm talking to. Sure. So I guess just broadly speaking, mm-hmm. do you mind telling me a bit more about your background kind of growing up and what was that like for you? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, as I mentioned, I'm born. I mean, I'm, I'm born and raised in a small town in Seremban. So, all, uh, my background is actually on fitness industry. Yeah, so I have been in the fitness industry for like uh, eleven years. So I was the sport performance coach for Malaysia basketball team. So, yeah, and then um, the thing is that after COVID, it really changed a lot. Yeah, so I pivoted from like um, fitness industry. And then now on uh, e-commerce, mm. um, content creations, and then now on startup in Vietnam. Yeah, that's yeah. quite like a change. That's quite a pivot <laughs> to go from fitness to like e-commerce yeah. content creation. It's something like um, I do not expect it to happen actually. Mm. Yeah, but it just just happens. It was yeah. because of the pandemic, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Okay. So yeah. I think it's a pretty interesting journey for me. Mm. Yeah, like um, pivots from like you know fitness industry all the way to like e-commerce social creations and. Yeah. Mm. Can I ask you why you didn't merge the two, or or did you say merge your fitness into your content creation journey? Did you do that, and if not, how come yeah. you didn't? Well, it's a very good question actually. Yeah, um, um, I, I never thought of that. To be very honest, yeah. Uh, but I just things that uh, because at the time, I want something that is very easy to start. Because if you want to record something that regarding on like fitness. And um, I actually I, I did you know I have a blog which is called winghornfitness.com and I run there for quite a while and I did a lot of videos you know doing exercises but the video quality is not that good you know if it's dark you know you really have to have a good lighting you know to do all the thing and at the time I didn't have all the equipments and all the setup so I was thinking like you know what sort of things that I can do now at least I can make some money yeah so I start ventures into shopping. Yeah, so I start to sell stuff on dropship method. So I yeah, I, I make um, some money there, and then uh, it's just like you know why not I help more people you know so and that led me to open up my YouTube channel. So I share whatever that I've learned on e-commerce about dropship on Shopee, Lazada. So yeah, and then it just grew up from there. Right, yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that there are two different fields and you were able to pivot yeah. and I suppose do something different because mm-hmm. if you've worked in any industry for 11 years or 10 years, it's a while, right? And like having that <laughs> Long, kind of, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and having that ability to make that switch is like yes. crucial, especially if it's something you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. 
was this something that you aspired to for a while? As in, did you always have a, I guess, an inclination towards mm -hmm. e-commerce and content creation? And did you move into this fairly easily after your fitness? Or was it almost a new thing where you were kind of lost and thought, ah, this sounds interesting. What kind of angle did you, did you take? Yeah, so I think um, I do have a little bit of um, interest you know, on internet. I mean, in general, I am a pretty... I want to learn new things. Yeah. So during my fitness fitness journey or my career, I um I have some website because I want to try on what is online, you know, how to set a website. So I do have a little bit of uh, interest on that, but um it's not too into it. The hand um the reason why I feel into like e-commerce, you know, dropship because it is the most easiest way that I can start an online business without me coming up with too much of money. And that I think is a timing as well because COVID, you know, no one's, uh, you know, everyone is rushing to buy things online. Yeah, so I think it's the right timing and that it just get great results, like real, real good. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, yeah, and then I started on, I started on Lazada first, Lazada, and then, um, then I moved to Shopee. And that time, I think it's like three years, four years, but it's really good business, not business. So whatever that list, you know, I will get sales the next day, literally. Yes. Mm. Um, so I think from there, I see result that I, I, I want more. Of course. Then from there, I will just um, grow. I, for sure, I learn a lot in the sense of um, I do buy a lot of like online training courses. You know, I learn from different, different so-called coaches online. Yeah. So from there, I learn online business and I learn uh, marketing and then I learn um, social media content creation as well. Excellent. So it's like uh, I make money, I learn, then I make money, I learn of things yeah yeah you learn as you go exactly yeah yeah so is there a risk with that though where if you're learning and you're not quite i suppose let's say an expert or you're not quite as advanced there's more risk of mistakes would you say that's true yeah a lot of people that they're like um they're scared you know or you know if i invest like a thousand dollars to join this class what if i do not learn anything you know i i do spend quite a bit of money in um um, joining club classes and yeah I mean not everything is new for sure you know you will not get any coaching that teach you things that are to totally new but you will still get maybe like 20, 20 to 30% new knowledge and that 20 to 30% is the one that uh, is the things that can make your business difference absolutely and yeah. i'm wondering in terms of knowledge now we've touched upon yeah. it what are some key lessons or key pieces of knowledge mm -hmm. that you've picked up in your journey mm -hmm. that have been really useful for you um i think i've joined a lot of classes you know from uh, ads facebook ads um, shopees TikTok, whatever you know um, whatever the coaches teach you you know um you it's not like um, you join a class today and then tomorrow you're gonna get rich. Yeah. You still have to put like um, 101% into making things work and there's no guarantee. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not too sure about um, our country in Malaysia. We tend to have this kind of a mindset where I join, hey, you know, wait, I join your class. You know, how much I can make in the next month. Yeah, I mean, if I can guarantee that, you know, I, I will be a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like that, the, the desire for instant gratification yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than the long process. Process yes. is the key word. It will be that. And if you don't expect to get those results straight away, yes. then it serves you much better because it's more realistic. You, you have to work your ass out to get the results. <laughs> yeah. So 
yeah, I mean that's what I learned as well and also the first the first couple of courses that I went that I went went for is like a I would say like like a scam but the way they sell it you know wing come you join this you know um, I give you this 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 like over promise and then when I join a class you know same old things yeah exactly yeah so you really have to pick the right coach mm. at the same time as well yeah especially nowadays you know after during the pandemic there are so many coaches so called gurus <laughs> I hate that word yeah whenever I say that word I, I instantly think I'm slightly cynical I think what makes you the guru and that, that, that is a good point actually like linked to that question what makes an effective coach what makes a coach somebody you would work for when there are so many options out there how do you choose the right one what sort of things should you be looking out for it's a very good question I um, so how how do I define a good coach really? yes so it's like um, uh, when you go to an exam I mean, that's how, that's what makes a good teachers when you go to an exam, you do not need her to be there for you because she already teach you everything that you need to do and you can just do whatever that you need to do. So for an example, if you join a class and you still depend on a coach, you know, then I don't think that coach has taught you well. Yeah, the coach should be able to give you whatever that you need then for you to be independent, not to be rely on them all the time exactly. then that is a good coach mm. did you learn this philosophy in your fitness journey as well exactly mm. exactly because I you know I'm teaching for 11 years if the athletes hey Wing how to do a squat I've been teaching you for the, for, for the last 3 months and you're still asking me how to do a squat so then you know you're not a good coach absolutely yeah I'm trying to think here in terms of the general overview of your startup. What would you describe in terms of its mission, its values and purpose? How would you describe that? Awesome, it's a very good question as well. So um, I've been in the e-commerce um, 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 business for like a couple of three, three years. Yeah, I would say I'm pretty new as well in the setup, but um, I meet a lot of sellers, a lot of talented entrepreneurs. Yes, they have great products, you know, they have a great business model, but sometimes they are just lack of resources, you know, for example, um, funding maybe, um, skill, certain skill and certain knowledge to penetrate into the market. But those are, some, some, some of them are really talented entrepreneurs. Yeah, so they come to me, wing. How, how should I do this, 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 you know? So, um, especially nowadays, you know, after COVID, People are tend to go out to shop. So online sellers, a lot, a lot of them are really struggling. Struggling. So my 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 mission, one of the mission is that um, I would like to help this talent entrepreneur because during my my uh, my when I start start up my business, you know, I'm from a B40. So B40 is in, in Malaysia is like a low, lower class income, and then I don't really, I don't study in U Uni as well. So um. Yeah, a lot of disadvantage on my background to be honest. But um, the things that I want to say is that uh, regardless of your disadvantages, you know, whatever background you're from, you know, um, you still can make it happen is if you really have a dreams and make things um, you have, you have a dreams and also you work hard on it. So yeah, a lot of entrepreneurs they're just stuck there because of the obstacle, you know, they say, Oh wing, you know, I it it's hard, you know, it's hard for to do this, it's hard to do that for sure, it 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 get hard. But um, yeah, if you can push it through, yeah, um, uh, if it happens, and a lot of, I'm very grateful that during my journey, a lot of people, you know, uh, help me, um, you know, wing, if you need this, you come to me, especially here in Vietnam, man. Mm. I don't speak the languages and shit. 
and uh, I didn't have any network over here. But um, so many people I meet, like yourself, you know, helped me a lot, and then I met a lot of great people here in Vietnam. Mm. So I would like to be that people as well to others. Mm. Yeah. So in Malaysia, I do help a lot of um, entrepreneurs, you know, um, guide them. Um, you know, you have to do this, this, this. This is what you have to do, especially on the social media and content creations, because nowadays you do not need to have a big chunk of model to chuck into yeah. marketing you know um, to get tractions or to get awareness TikTok is free YouTube is free you know you can somehow use this platform to have to build a business yeah so that's what I'm coaching on and um, yeah I really want to help those entrepreneurs to actually you know to give them a boost to have more confidence in their business as well absolutely yeah. And how have you managed to build confidence in your business? Because mm-hmm. with any journey, there are successes and failures. Sure. There are highlights, there are low points. Mm-hmm. How have you managed to, I suppose, build your journey? Yeah, um, for me, what I, I'm a very adventurous guy and I take a, a lot of risk as well. So I have these things that um, anything that does not kill me, you know, I will definitely give it a try. Yeah. And for sure, in the whole journey, you know, I uh, face a lot of um, obstacles, you know, um, stress for sure. But um, I always tell myself, this thing is a bit of a motivational thing. When you feel stressed, you know, just look at the sky, you know, then you will realize how small are you. And also, go you know, to the, uh, the problem as well. Yeah, we are very small in the whole world, so... Yeah, if you have a dream that you think is worth to go after, just, just I love you mentioned that. I, I watched a video myself during lockdown because mm-hmm. in lockdown you just watch videos, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it was about how small we are in terms of the cosmos. Mm-hmm. So it was the, how, how small the Earth is in terms of the mm-hmm. cosmos. So it went into like the detail like we are like an absolute minuscule fraction. And then that includes obviously the different countries yeah. and towns and cities and issues. And I thought, holy fuck, we are absolutely tiny. <laughs> And it really did eliminate a lot of my worry where I thought this isn't an issue to worry like as you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't kill you, fucking go. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm definitely interested in that because in an entrepreneurship journey and content creation, there are going to be obstacles, there are going to be challenges, there are points where you'll think you should give up. And this show is called Comeback. The comeback beats the setback, which is all about how you overcome the challenge and the setback that was given to you. You can't control the hand you were dealt, but you can control what you do with it. So with your, let's say, setbacks, mm-hmm. what have been some of the biggest ones, some of your biggest challenges, mm-hmm. and how have you managed to overcome them? Yeah. So um, in Vietnam, for sure, is the language barrier. Yeah, that is I for feel sure. like. <laughs> <laughs> I never expect that, to be honest, yeah. And I, uh, yeah, when I, when I was here, I was like, you know, it's easy because the program, I actually, I, the reason why I'm here, because I joined a, a training program by Adler. So everyone in Enter they speak freaking well English. But when I come out, you know, of the of the room, the training room, shit man. <laughs> it's very different. So what I would do is uh, I, I always find a way. I think um always find a way and um uh you know think out of the box I would say you know that's that's how I meet you as well, you know. Mm. I, I I'm pretty sure that um Vietnam is big, but I'm pretty sure that there are someone Know, that you know, speak English as well, you know, so that um, you know that I can co- connect with in terms of business or networking, whatever. Yeah. So I try to 
on Facebook, on website, on forum, whatever. I try my very uh, best you know, to get to connect to these kind of people. And um, yeah, it works. Yeah? And the thing is that um, when I get to connect with one person, and this person will introduce me to another person that's in it as well. So that's how the whole network is great. Yeah, I think um, it's always a way you just have to find it. If you re- really don't get it, just talk to people. The more people that you talk to, you know, the more um, opportunities or the more um, you know things that you can figure out instead of just sitting on a table and just cry. Yeah, completely agree. And I also, um, you've been here three months, right? Yeah, three months. Cool. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, you're very like new in your Saigon journey. Yes. As I've been here three years, uh, one thing that really surprised me is the degree of separation. Mm-hmm. Saigon, almost everyone is one or two people away from someone, mm-hmm. and I've seen some really bizarre situations and people being. Relate, not related people having some kind of affiliation with others and I think how the fuck do you know each other because Saigon is one of those cities it's like incredible how many people you can network with as a result and how many people you can meet who can enhance your journey who you can learn from who you can help and build I think it's really really important especially in Saigon talk to me about networking and community and surrounding yourself with quote unquote the right people can you tell me how you go about doing that um, for sure I mean the first thing that I I have a very clear picture of what I want, yeah. Because I'm here for business for sure for now, yeah. <laughs> so um, I tell myself and also my partner as well things that will not help us to achieve our goal. You know, um, don't do it. Yeah. Same goes to the people. I mean, I, I'm not saying that you know um, you need to find someone that will give you benefits in a sense, but it's good to make it's good to make friends. But um, prioritize your networking people um, that you meet that able to help us to achieve our goal. So for in, in the sense of business, our goal is now um, user acquisition for sure and also GMV for the sales part. So when we look for networking sessions, people look for those that really can help business. Yeah, and for sure look for someone that we can actually benefit their business as well mm. yeah so those are the things that we are very very focused at and um things that do not contribute to this we will not do we will not do that that often of course i mean for sure it's good to have a beer you know some, sometimes sure you know? yeah yeah within but, moderation um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but business yeah is the main main goal for now definitely yeah that brings me to i suppose the core value section and like the do's and the don'ts and the most important things in i guess your organization versus the things that you will not tolerate what are some of the core values or principles that you abide by such as communication or authenticity or integrity what sort of things are really important to your organization um for sure the first one is um don't over promise the things that we cannot do or we do not do you know we will not um claim it, I would say, hey, I can do this, 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 just want to get a contract or to get a project, so this is the first thing. And then, uh, this from one of our partner Tao, when, when you hire anyone, make sure that he never gossip. <laughs> when that's, that's her, her rules. Yeah, and be honest in your business. It's very important. And I think this one is the main one and also why we come up with Shelfi, which is uh, we must um, give values to the communities yeah because we are building a community business in the sense of brands and also on the retail so we have to make sure that whatever that we do able to contribute to the communities of brands and also retail entrepreneurs in, gen- in general mm-hmm. yeah that's what we stand for 
and then we really want to help those um, local entrepreneurs you know to be able to compete yeah, able to stand up uh, in the market because it's not easy it's not easy at all all those internet on, online business is easy to sell but it's not easy to get um, traction and also success so we are here to um, have the, com- the local communities yeah, what we want to do yeah. one thing that struck me there is the idea of not gossiping mm-hmm. and I find that interesting because not many people use that as something not to accept mm-hmm. and I think that you should like I agree with you there where I read recently in the book The Four Agreements mm-hmm. that gossip is often the black magic and it can really taint and actually I wouldn't use the word destroy mm-hmm. certain situations or scenarios without subconsciously mm-hmm. just because of the very I suppose common nature and it really struck me in the last few years that if people gossip constantly and that's their primary, let's say, go-to in conversation, that's a real concern, and you should literally stay away. It's a huge red flag now. If I see regular gossip, it's a huge red flag. Why is it so, I guess, why is it so uh, avoided in your company? Why is it part of the things you shouldn't do? Um, the first, I mean, the first is that why Tao is uh, yeah, uh, my partner. That's why she uh, came up with this um, rules, is that when she was, when she was working with uh, the corporate company, a lot of people just gossiping, you know, and then um, it just killed the relationships. Yeah, when you when you work with someone, and then um, you know that this dude, you know, is gossiping behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you will feel um, comfortable working together with them. And, and she says, um, if you have anything, just talk in front of me. Just tell me right to my face. You know, don't you know be a jerk. You know, talking back about me. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's more to the communication parts. Definitely. Because um, and then we are on um startup. You know, so we have to work. Uh, I mean, we are on a very fast pace. So if anything just at the front, then we just center it down and then uh, we just move on. You know, instead of you know, hey, wing is bad. Blah, 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 blah. Just, yeah, no, I love that. It's a layer to communication and just being direct and straightforward is a lot more beneficial than like, oh, he secretly thinks this or he said this. And I've seen it in like business situations, in personal lives, in like going when you go to almost university, etc. It can really ruin a lot of yeah. things. And you know, it's really, I say also make you digress and you can come completely off course just because of you know something ridiculous in the form of gossip. Yeah. So I like the fact that that's almost like stamped out your organization. Yes. I think that's key. How would you, I suppose, if I said to you, like your, I don't want to say five-year vision or any of those things, I mean, like, do you, are you kind of one of those introspective kind of leaders who goes, right, I'm going to do this by next year or two years or five years? What sort of planning do you do? Mm-hmm. So, um, as a business, yes, the, the first country that you want to start is uh, in Vietnam. Yeah, and then um, hopefully on our next successful fund, Race, we will be expand to Malaysia or to Thailand and then eventually hopefully it's on the whole South Asia yeah so those are the, the visions of um, um, Shell 5 and we also hope that um, because our model runs on core retailing so where we connect like brands to our retail stores yeah and hopefully we can also in the future we can have our own physical physical stores mm. where we can recruit brands and then um, just put it on our stores instead of on the retail stores like, yeah, so those are things that we are working on and um, personally for yeah I have because I have run um, I have tried I would say uh, I tried uh, e-commerce and make some money from there I have tried like uh, TikTok YouTube which is a pretty successful as well 
and then I run my own business as well, and then now I'm running a startup. So hopefully, you know, in the next maybe five years, I hope that I can run a unicorn company. Yeah, so that's the. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I mean. It's good to have dreams, right? It is, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We need something to aim for, which will yes. be the final question. But before that, yeah. has there been a question that I have not asked you, mm-hmm. that you would have liked me to ask you, or that you expected me to ask you, but I did not? Um, no, I guess. <laughs> That's good. That means like I kind of hopefully did my yeah, job too. Yeah, you have covered both things. Yeah, yeah. On business and uh, yeah, personal, yeah. Excellent. The reason I ask that is because sometimes some guests will be thinking of a question mm-hmm. or an answer the whole time, mm-hmm. expecting it from me, and I never deliver. <laughs> and so I've had a couple of debriefs where they would say, yeah. I wish you'd ask me about this. Ah. I go, ah, okay. So now I do this to make sure the guest has the most enhanced experience mm-hmm. possible. But I'm glad you're satisfied. So the final question, it links to what you've just mentioned about future aims and also motivation. In terms of your motivations, what are they? Why do you keep showing up? Why do you do the work you do in a nutshell? What would you say? You mean the motivations, right? Yes. Why, 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 yeah. why, why do you do what you do? Why do, yeah. So um, I think the main motivations is to inspire more people, yeah, especially on the same background as mine. So I'm from like the B40s as I mentioned, and then uh, I'm not really well ed- educated. So a, a, a lot of people from my background, you know, they tend to be like, ah, you know, shit, I, I'm from a not too, um, you know, uh, doing kind of families, and then I don't go, go to school, you know, I, I should just work for the rest of my life, and then I should not dream too big, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, whatever that I always say, you know, I just gotta say in Basel, Kalau wing boleh, siapa pun boleh. If wing can, everyone also can. Yeah, so that's what I um I try to send this message to more people, but in Malaysia as well. Mm. So I do a lot of talk as well in uh, unis, uh, online. Try I, I try my best to inspire more people to be entrepreneurs. I mean, you do not need to build like a unicorn company. Yeah, but at least you break through that you know that kind of mindset. And start something. I mean, a YouTube channel is a good start. For example, yeah, uh, a TikTok is a good start. You know, a shop in shopping is a good start. A shop in Lazada is a good start. You know, you just have to do something in order for you to break through on your own comfort zone. I would say, yeah. So I'm more on uh, to inspire more people that is that don't have much advantage in terms of family background, mm. education background. That um yeah, you can do it as well. You can do it as well. You're funny enough, the second person this week who I've had on who has said, if insert name can, you can, in terms of your own name. <laughs> so I think it's a very good motto and it's quite a cool synchronicity, yeah. especially mentioning that you shouldn't let factors such as your background and your family situation and your education inhibit you from going for what you really want. You should really just find your way because your way is ultimately the best way for you and it is the only way you can do. Like we can always think, oh I wish my dad was... Yeah, a serial entrepreneur so I would go there yeah exactly yeah yeah people will say oh I wish my family did this or my school or this well you didn't and there's a reason why you didn't and it's leading you on the path that is ultimately yours so I'm glad that you mentioned that have you any final thoughts anything you'd like to add before we wrap up which I've thoroughly enjoyed by the way thank you no worries so uh, I think um, for those that are listening to this um, podcast um, if you have a dreams that you think is worth go after, I mean, um, just go for it. I think, yeah, exactly. Because we are only here for maybe sixty years, and then we are done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, yeah. <laughs> sixty, eighty, even a hundred, still yeah. short. In, in in the cosmos of time, exactly. we are minuscule. Yeah, most of us we will really work hard, maybe on our thirty. So we have maybe like 
you know, a couple of years to work on just yeah, just do whatever they think. Exactly. Yeah. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you for sharing your story, your lessons and what you're up to and I hope to see you continue to develop and thrive and I've no doubt that you will. Congratulations, keep up the good work and thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. See you guys, take care. Ciao. Bye bye.